At Morgan Stanley, old school hard work meets bold new thinking. At 88 years old, we still see the world with the wonder of new eyes, helping you discover untapped possibilities and relentlessly working with you to make them real. Old school grit, new world ideas. Morgan Stanley. To learn more, visit morganstanley.com slash why us. Investing involves risk. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Big day for macro as May CPI comes in a touch light on headline, down to 4% year on year. That's the lowest in two years. Futures are steady. Market now baking in no hike from the Fed tomorrow. A roadmap begins with inflation's downward path, cut by more than half now since last year's peak. But still, 4%. What are the implications for the Fed? Plus, cloud revenues giving Oracle a big boost. The shares were up yesterday in anticipation of the earnings. They're up again ahead of the open this morning. UBS downgrades Apple, saying it sees weaker demand ahead for iPhones. Let's begin with this market reaction to this morning's CPI data. Jim, I know you love to look at internals. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Energy, down 3.6. Used cars up 4.4. Okay, so used cars is not not up to date. Uh, The last few weeks, used cars... Uh, the margin between used cars and news and MSRP, by the way, is down too for the new, uh, has really gapped in that used cars have kind of really plummeted, uh, maybe 5%, which is not captured by this. But that's OK. I mean, you know, you're looking forward. Uh, that's a category that is a win for the Fed. The loss is housing. And we just don't have enough. And all I can say is, David, I don't know if you see some of the notes on student loans. But maybe people just won't be able to go anywhere and it won't bid up housing. But right now, Toll Brothers is a million dollars. Yeah. And by the way, uh, it can go to 1.1. There easily. is an expectation, though, that rents are going to start a fairly significant decline. I, I, I know, but where is it coming from? What do you mean when you say that? Where is it coming from? Well, I mean, we have whole regions of the country where there are people bidding worse for rents. It's true. It has to do with regions, right? Yeah. The Cleveland um, region. Yes, Cleveland. One of the fourth, one of the yes, hottest yes. regions of the country. It's apparently millennials. Right? Or, yeah, people yeah. moving well, to Cincinnati. Cleveland. No, I mean, this is... Because it's I, cheap. It's but, a little anecdotal. But the fact is, is that that I don't have an answer for. I don't have an answer for, for, for housing in general. Right. Well, you're talking about uh, ownership. I'm talking about rentals. But well, rentals rental is, figures, rental is prominent, CPI. Yeah, yeah, rentals, rentals CPI. Is C, exactly. Yeah. That's rentals what I'm CPI. asking. Well, I just hope, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm hopeful on that one. We need to see more building. But I just think that if that's the last one, that's not bad. Uh, as for yesterday's action, of course, uh, first 52-week high for the S&P in a year. Right. Uh, for 360 trading days. Right. And some reports on uh, one of the fifth biggest short-covering episodes in about four years, sure. five years. Look, a quarter, a, we'll probably have a quarter of the S&P that will be at its 52-week high for the last two months after today. And those who keep saying it's a head fake, when does a head fake turn into a profit center? Like, what do we play here for? Are we here to theorize or are we here to make money? Because I got to tell you, you make money by being long stocks right here. (laughs) That's what happens. Okay? Not AI. 
Is there a reason you're yelling at me? <laughs> it's echoing through yeah, the building. Yeah, I got building. my voice back. And really it's kind of cool. I'm like, oh, excited. Usually you don't start yelling at me until like 920. Well, because like I was waiting for you to say, well, AI is going to make it so that we're all, you know, the 14th Amendment and 13th Amendment repealed because of the machines. What I'm saying is, is that right now people are making more money than I've seen in this market. And it, it may be, I don't know, how about 12 years? Well, you're benefiting even if you own just the S&P 500 index, despite the fact that many of its components haven't gone up at all well, because, uh, to your point, seven or eight of them have gone well, up enormously. Okay, so, but actually, it's because of okay, you know, AI. A, a guy like Wilson, he needs all 500 of the S&P 500 to go up before he is certain that the S&P 500 is to go up. That's called <laughs> circular reasoning. It's terrible. Circular reasoning. Uh, Jim's referring to Morgan Stanley's Mike Wilson, yeah. who uh, is he needs six hundred. Do you know how many stocks there are in the five hundred? He, he's hundreds. Po- he's hundreds of stocks. Yeah. he hundreds. is right now poised to say, so, "Listen, this oh, until six hundred and the five hundred." Being very unfair to Mike Wilson, I don't. I don't. Even, he just doesn't even exist. He's just some GPT guy. So you're you are of the belief that, as as uh, Goldman said earlier in the week, there will be catch up among the other names. And these periods of narrow leadership, it will be more like 2020, where everybody else comes right. to join. I the mean, party. yesterday we had so many good industrials that were up, so many solid industrials. We had, we had we started getting some re, some transports that are up. I mean, so there was a bit of a broadening that made you yeah, happy. Supporting healthcare, you know. Yep, and um, new leadership at Goldman. <laughs> Way ahead of myself. Um, there, there is without a doubt. Whoa! Yeah, this the jur- long the knives j- are out for that j- guy. Journal piece is spicy. That is a long knife piece. Been- that reminds me, we have seen pieces periodically that are long knife pieces. Yeah, right. I mean, don't you think that piece echoes other CEOs Listen, before uh, that? You know, uh, uh, David Solomon joined Sarah Eisen yesterday for yes. an interview. Uh, there has been no shortage of uh, speculation for right. a long time, none of which may end up being correct. Right. I say look to the board of directors of Goldman Sachs and see what their thoughts are about the leadership at this point. But, you know, when you have Lloyd talk to bio, I I don't think that it's, you know, clear at all that there's going to be any changes. Well, you don't Uh, have that said. I don't know. The conversation keeps going on. The journal now decided to write a pretty negative story. Right. I just think it's a long night piece. And when you have those, you tend to have the blessing of higher ups who really. What the hell is that? Was that that's the piece that is that is the. That, that's the journal. Oh, it's a oh, war no, with sorry. itself. I right. No, I'm, I read it online. Maybe. Which is ironic because a lot of the, the financial commentary we've gotten this, this week, Gorman in particular, talking about green shoots, more discussions well, with CEOs. The stock's doubled under this guy. I mean, how bad? What, what does that do? I have to triple? I, I, I don't like long nut pieces because what they say is, like, we all got together and let's just flood the zone of a reporter and just swarm them. And I don't like that. It doesn't make sense to me. God is a Zerba. He seemed pretty reasonable in the Sarah interview. He's very reasonable. He's, He's not particularly though. positive, though, and he may have been actually sort of what does he talking have to do? a bit it's negatively like about commercial well, real estate being one another leg that is not going to well, be great. Well, the green sky. That was, that um, was like the sky last week in the city. David doesn't understand, but I'm going to turn to you. I Carl, don't because, understand, really. Yeah, well, what I'm is about it that to say I don't something. understand, Jim? Oh, Anthony Noto. Yeah, absolutely right. That thing is just one of the great squeezes of all time. No, he's talking about volatility. Um, here's what's going on. We're about to have an IPO that is going to make it so that the IPO door, window, roof, blown off. And it's from a place right down the block. You can go. And it's like, I can't get Kava, the food, 
but I can get Kava. The shares. Market orders, no. Limit, how, please. Is, how is Sweet Green done since it went public? No, no, it's bad. I got a comparison between Sweet Green and Chipotle. Why is that? Why but, is that not a valid comparison? You can go to one down the block also. Potbelly too. I mean, Potbelly's got a three hundred thirty calorie right. sandwich. I mean, that's not that. That's that's you know, something. No, no, that that was three Georgetown guys. Hoyas, Saxa. <laughs> All right. Yeah, here's, and here's not, what, as, not obviously since it went public, but look when it went public. No, no, no. Why don't you put up Chipotle? Why don't you put up Chipotle? You put up Sweet Green, put up Chipotle. Really, Cava's compared to Chipotle? Well, you got $2.8 billion million AUVs. If you're Jack, if you're Jack Hartung, the CFO of Chipotle, you're saying, hey, these guys are got, they got, they have mojo. Mojo for sure. Carl of course, they're losing money. Head. Cava's I don't know. good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, IPOs. Look at that. See, there you go. Uh, the commentary from the financials this what? week. You're not looking to fade anything here. Well, look, I, I, I we've had pretty big run. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, the Fed, if the Fed says, "Listen, we're worried about blah blah blah," people take profits. But I've never. I, I have to tell you, I have to go back to '84, not even '99, but '84, where you see like Adobe goes up 20, and then it goes up 10, and then. You know, AMD goes up ten. Oracle goes up four. Wait, then it goes up seven. And what was going on in eighty? Up. What we, we, was going up in eighty four? We realized that com- comparable to we this. We realized that tech was a sector, and it wasn't just finance that mattered. What, what was it then? Unisys. What was what was moving up? It then? was telco. Telco. Yeah, we realized that you could have fast telco. Mm-hmm. Computers were going to talk yeah. to one another. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, of course, they was will. literally the breakup of the bells. It's modified final well, I'm judgment. Just, I'm saying that that was the beginning of when you said. Holy cow, I can make a lot of money in tech. Before that, there really wasn't a lot of money made in tech. Well, speaking of making change. money in tech, uh, watch Oracle, obviously, on oh. track to open at a record today after the quarterly beat. Stronger cloud growth. Company says AI customers recently signed contracts to buy more than $2 billion in cloud capacity. Larry Ellison talked about NVIDIA on the call last yeah, night. Yeah, that was great. NVIDIA themselves are doing AI development in the Oracle Gen 2 cloud. And we are partnering with NVIDIA to build the world's largest high-performance computer, an AI computer with 16,000 GPUs. The extreme high performance and related cost savings of running generative AI workloads in our Gen 2 cloud has made Oracle the number one choice among cutting-edge AI development companies. Meanwhile, Ellison, uh, new heights for his personal wealth, uh, in the top five for the first time. I love him. I mean, you know, you're talking about 77% growth. You have to be careful because they bought Cerner. Some of this growth is a little augmented by the acquisition of Cerner. But this was Larry at his best last night. But let's remember, Safra Katz is incredibly strong. Uh, It's up seven. I mean, I don't know what that's all about. His stock was at 108 last week. But one of the things that I really liked about this in terms of the description of the market, is that if you go back to the seminal speech by Jensen Wong in Taiwan, what does he talk about? He added Oracle. I mean, everyone knew him. You know, everyone knew that Microsoft was a player, right? Everyone knew that. I mean, there's nothing there. We knew that Meta is a player. I mean, but he added Oracle. Mm-hmm. And Oracle went up big when he added it. And then Oracle goes up big when Ellison acknowledges. I mean, that's called a bull market. Now, you may think it's bull something else. But the fact is, David, if you bought Oracle, this will be good for him. If you bought Oracle, say, at 110, you are up $13. In the business that we're in, that's called profit. And you can take it. 
Uh, some people we're, think we're, we're in some other business. We're actually not in that. Business. No, some people think we're in the yield curve business. No, but we're not in the business. Did of you ever read Sidney Homer's just seminal 530-page book on the yield curve? I'm in the business of just trying to find stuff out. No, no, no. I know you do that, and it's great. We all have value added. I'm just saying that one of the things that's missing is the recognition from these strategists. Like, even, look, David Bloodless Costin, and I love Costin. But if he takes his S&P from 4,000 4, to 4,500, well, forget that. I mean, look at the stocks. Look at the money that's being made in NVIDIA. Right. Join me. Join me I, when I go out and see people who bought NVIDIA. I know you're very excited by the fact that you talk to people who became millionaires, and you should be, because well, they own NVIDIA. That's a, that's a great confirmation was, of what you do. But CNBC was predicated on the idea that maybe we can help people make millions. It yep. wasn't predicated on the idea of how rich, uh, I don't know, Ackman is. I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah, good for good him. Point. So is, does Oracle join the uh, own it, don't trade it crowd? That, that's tough because a lot of Oracle will now have nothing. There won't be. The software does not talk her book. Software cats. I mean, I think she's amazing, but she does not talk her book. She right. doesn't come on TV. She does, Larry doesn't come on TV. Uh, he's just so competitive. I love him. Larry doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't do anything. for me. He's, I mean, it's working well for him. 78 years old. Just. Gates on the, uh, I've never been to his oh, island. Oh, no. my. Don't his island kills it. Nice. It crushes it. His um, island kills it. Island not to mention sharing. he's benefiting Crazy. from his significant holdings of Tesla as well. I think he's got about a 1.5% ownership stake in that company, and that continues to rise. He's so competitive. Pretty dramatically. Do you see where he um, just says, listen, you get double, which means it only costs half. And like some one of the analysts like says, well, no, I don't think that's like right. I think your math's wrong. I think Ellison killed him at the end of the call. <laughs> I did. I think he had him killed. Did he? Well, you know, theoretically. Called out a hit. That's it. Yeah, or GTP, GPT You hit. don't correct Larry Ellison on his call. Do you know who's more scared about what can happen in the world with GPT than anyone I've met? No. David? David has some concerns. Yeah, he'd like David to. didn't want to split the atom. In 45, he would never split the atom. Right? You would have been against that Adam split thing. Oppenheimer was still worried. There was a little chance that they could blow up the world. They weren't 100% sure. Well, this is a, le- a greater chance. Far yeah. greater chance. My father was in the Sixth Army. He was going to land at Hanshin. Uh, he a, would have a real shot. I mean, here you've got so many of the originators of the technology who are very concerned about what it's going to mean for humanity. I don't think I'm going out on a limb to say that it's something that we need to be concerned about. The more concerned we are, perhaps the less You're chance out on there is You're that out it's going to actually... You're out on a limb. I'm looking at Treehouse Foods. Well, you know. It's on fire. I mean... Look at the demographic tables. Do you think think we're overlooking the benefits we're we're giving? We're we're not emphasizing enough the advances we'll get in medicine and education. We may not be. We may not be. I mean, they're going to be force. We were both at a dinner last night where a lot of discussion came, or at least some, around the benefits in medicine in particular, what this is going to mean. But no one has any actual, Um, like, and then we found the vagus nerve and we were able to solve that. It's still progressing. There's no doubt. That said, Carl, there's also a lot of concern about what it's going to mean for the upcoming election yeah, and what you're going to be able to do in terms of manipulating voice, manipulating video to the point where no one is going to be able to really tell the difference between fact and fiction. That is the problem. Post-truth. Um, that's what's going on. That Post-truth is, era. That was the biggest worry last night, I felt. It's good dinner. A lot of good thoughts. But the fact is, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what grade the uh, GPT is third grade is what I keep well, hearing. Well, maybe reading at a third grade level. Well, what happens when it gets to high school? It's getting 10% better every day. Something Le- learning crazy. every well, day. Who gets 10% better every day? I mean, even Schwarzenegger. 
Thank you. Not when, true. When we come back, uh, we mentioned Apple and that record uh, closing high. Today, a downgrade over at UBS. Yeah, what is that? We'll talk Treehouse about- just moved two bucks on my thing. <laughs> we'll talk about why. Uh, market definitely celebrating that CPI print. 11 months of slowing year-on-year growth. That's the longest since 1921. Back in a moment. Wow. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Apple's in focus a day after hitting that record closing high, reaching that milestone a week after unveiling the Vision Pro mixed reality headset. And today UBS comes along, cuts to neutral from buy. They cite some softer iPhone and services growth, Jim, a premium valuation, although they do raise the target. Ten yeah, bucks. I thought that was the, the when you raise, raise your price target and downgrade, that's grasping for straws. Now, I do like the evidence lab. Uh, David, you know, I think it's like the CSI of Wall Street. Yes. Uh, but we have no idea. We know that services numbers are up, not down. We know that some of the uh, lesser developed countries are ordering to the point where this, I felt that this piece was not in sync with what I'm getting from Apple. Right. I, I don't know where they got their stuff. What, where, what are you getting from Apple? Service revenue is really strong. Uh, you're beginning to see... Uh, along with China, obviously, you're seeing numbers in India that are, are meaningful. Uh-huh. I think you can build a trajectory that says you, you'd be probably uh, ill-advised to sell it right here. Okay. And uh, it's a stock that's been a winner because the company has been very efficient, done a lot of things right, and has the right products at the right time. I mean, I don't... And Vision Pro, by the way, those who laugh at the $3,500 price will just wait when T-Mobile combines it and you get that because Verizon and ATT don't have the cash flow to be able to offer it the way that Mike Siebert can at T-Mobile. And that's what's going to happen. You think so? It's so yeah. I mean, it's so expensive. You get a big discount. You do buy now, pay later through Apple. It happens. I mean, it's you were what, just mentioning, say, the impact of student loans. Well, that is going to be an issue. And I mean, and they, uh, UBS 8%. does cite some purchase intent surveys that are maybe down a bit from six months ago? Well, I mean, I, 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 they may do the intent survey. I, the numbers that I'm looking at are how the company's doing. And now, look, I, the student loan, I had a couple of things in my what I'm looking at this morning. That should, student loan's real, and it's going to put a real crimp on spend. Uh, people are, I think, going to be surprised, David, at how much they really do. Like, oh, they won't be going out. And David, 50% of the people. Well, that does not then mean that they're going to go out and spend 3500 bucks on a headset. No, no, it's going to be subsidized by T-Mobile. You're not even going to know it. Go really? in. Right now you get to $890 off the, t- the T-Mobile. We'll give you for the uh, IMAX Pro, the, the, for the Pro T-Mobile. For the phone. For the phone. 
Yeah. Well, now let's throw that in for buy now, pay later. It's done. But that's what I think they're going to do. Okay. Well, David, it's like homework there. I, I, I believe you. you know, I, uh, I listen to you. What do you want? Seven ways to take block better to no, get low job life? I, I don't. Stop going through the list. Close the loans? list up. Focus. Student loan, about $45, billion monthly burden. The list. You've got to be in the club to read the list. Yeah, that's for all the club members only. Oh I'm getting, I'm getting the, the list so, away. I'm getting the SoFi numbers. They're good. SoFi, remember when everyone said that Anthony Noto was going to do an equity offering? Well, the stock's now double. And that's, again, what I'm talking about is a market where people, we have to remember that after a very prolonged period where no one was really making money, now people are making money and we're going to have new viewers and they're going to come in and we can bore them with the yield curve. And I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to bore them. David, with the yield curve, the, the 10 so versus you, the 2s so versus the 5s versus view, we're, we're going to graduate from fretting about the Fed and rates to watching for signs of uh, exuberance. Yes, that's exactly right. And Kava is going to be getting, Kava is going to double. And Kava is going to be the key to this market. Kava. And all of it's, the floodgates are going to open because of the Kava IPO. Right, yeah. we'll see. Maybe <laughs> yes, it's going to open at twice what it's priced at. Sure, they'll move it from eighteen twenty-one. They'll, they'll they'll price it at twenty-three. Fidelity will get five five million shares. They'll come in actually five hundred thousand. They'll get another five hundred thousand at the opening, and they'll have a great average. That's what David. That's where we are in life. <laughs> Speaking of the open, uh, we'll get today's open in a moment. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash and countdown to the bell. Uh, don't go anywhere. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. All right, let's get a mad dash in before we bring you an opening bell two minutes from now. Always good to talk about chips. Intel right. is certainly a laggard or has been for quite right. some time. Now, uh, Carl was talking about what can you fade? Will everything go up? I mean, Intel, the scuttlebutt here is that it's uh, reportedly in talks to be an anchor investor in ARM's upcoming IPO, which is SoftBank. And that's the kind of story that is meaningless. Like an anchor investor? An anchor investor, what, what is an anchor investor? What is this, like some sort of mall? What's an anchor investor? What do you have, like Neiman? No, this is meaningless. And if the stock is up on this, I find that the kind of, that kind of game right. is as bad as multiple expansion, like an anchor investor. I mean, you don't need an anchor investor in this market after Kava. You don't need an anchor investor. Arm is probably going to come towards the end of the summer, perhaps September, and that is going to be a much more, I would argue, important barometer of health Arm for the IPO. Strike. Arm is an enormous, a large company and selling a, a lot company. of stock, and it's a great company. Uh, it does not need Intel. SoftBank as an will still control. And Intel's Arm. up on that. I mean, what is that? Uh, I don't. Bolero is an anchor investor. Intel has I mean, a lot of plans to spend a lot of money building foundries all over the United States. Well, you got well, that. They got the. They got the government on their side for certain. Yeah. But I just think that that's not what you should be buying a stock for. That they might be or might not be an anchor investor in a deal that might come soon, might not come soon, buy SoftBank for a good uh, Intel, for a good software company and a better chip company. Intel, remember, more hardware than 
Let's get the open here. And the CNBC real-time exchange with the big board, Industrial Materials Company, Excel, celebrating 75 years. And at the NASDAQ Confluent, a data streaming pioneer. Okay, both those companies are doing fabulously. Hexel's doing amazing in aerospace. I profiled Confluent last week. It is doing so well. This is what's happening in this market. These are companies that are doing well. Wow. Uh, 30, or sorry, 4360 almost here, Jim. Um, there were some notes yesterday looking at, I think Evercore called it a mountain of money in money markets. Do you th- are you going to start to watch for signs of migration? You know, the two-year yesterday, I mean, you get 5.4. If you go to Fidelity, you're getting like 4.8 in your cash reserve, and you're feeling really good. And then you look at this and you say, you mean to tell me Intel can claim that it's an anchor tenant in a mall and the stock goes up big? I mean, you know, people don't understand in our business. I don't understand anywhere that this market has become, I own NVIDIA and I've made a million dollars. And the only thing you have to tell them is, no, you haven't made it till you take it. But we have got to start getting what's the zeitgeist of our average viewer, which is, I just made a lot of money um, if I take profits uh, because I own stocks rather than owning the two-year. The two-year, David, is a... um, it, it's it, it, it's a, a false god. Really? Yes, it's a false I god. I think a lot of people feel quite comfortable earning four point, where are we, 4.26, something like that. Why not? Well, I mean, unless like your friend got into, into Apple in January and is up 40%. Well, you're supposed to trade Apple because you're supposed to fade Apple. Because <laughs> it, I mean, it's people like, what, they don't understand that we're in a bull market. Yeah. It's called a bull market. A bull are, market. Man, you are getting bulls up in a way no, that no, I don't no, remember I don't. in a I've while. I've been like this for a while. I, I don't think, I think Intel's going to be down today. I respect the fact that Apple's yeah, down. But you're getting I, excited. No, I've been excited. I'm just feeling like I'm trying to get other people to realize no, what's happening. You've been excited, and then some days you're not excited, and other days you are a little excited. You haven't on, been consistently It depends excited. on Celsius, frankly. <laughs> That's a, it's a Celsius. How much Celsius you I had one Celsius You had today. one Celsius? Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. We got a bunch of interesting calls. Netflix, uh, B of A, Jessica uh, Reef Ehrlich uh, goes to from 410 to 490. Uh, but that was like, I, I see you at 490 and I go to 550. I mean, that kind of piece I don't like. That's just like guys saying, oh, I like this. We'll have a couple of Netflix tomorrow and then we'll have a couple of Tesla tomorrow. That's all, that's all about password sharing, yeah, which but she, she says could be a $2 billion. Name me something new on Netflix worth watching. That's the problem. Right or strike. Oh, yeah. Writer's Strike is going to start to bite. Yeah. Maybe you take a little profits. How about the, the journal piece on some live sports, even though this is not a true league event? Crash me deadly. <laughs> right? It's a celebrity crash event, me. but it, it, it does speak to the streaming services and their participation in live sports and the, the leagues that we uh, that many people do care about, the NFL, the NBA. Uh, right. And uh, again, and, yeah. I come back to the NBA rights. I think that's going to be very interesting to watch. How about the MLS rights for Apple, which you can get? You love talking about those MLS rights for well, Apple. Because they, you see the Miami got a good yes. player. The there. Messi deal was fascinating. That well, changed. Although Denver got their yeah. NBA team. Well, first time. <laughs> what? No, the the yeah. NBA is exciting. Congratulations. Look at that. We have a list of companies. There you go. A list of companies? There's a list of companies. They just posted that are in media. Yes. Oh, you put they put them up. I missed yeah. that. 
But you want sometimes I like to keep my eye on what people uh, are watching. It's going to be interesting to see who ends up with those NBA rights. I Do mean, you we'll, think any we'll, chance- Obviously, Apple right. is thought, Amazon may compete. Netflix not as much thought to be competitive there. But will news and sports migrate to streaming in a significant way? And then the bundles completely done. How about this this talk that seems to react to nothing, Disney? How about it? Well, I mean, I don't know. What's it reacting to? I, I don't know. It, it's up, but marginally. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that they have a lot of streaming content that you they do. Elsewhere. They do. Right. I mean, what it will react to is the, frankly, the ability to deliver more more cash flow. The same way Warner Brothers Discovery will react to that. Same way Paramount will. That's what investors are looking for. How much money can you save? How much money can deliver the bottom line? True. As a result of cutting back on not cutting back, but expense wise on your direct to consumer. Not to mention across the board, because it's such a competitive industry. And as for your um, your soccer fascination, oh. you chase Man U here on these uh, Qatar. Oh my God, Qatar! Yeah, nice play. That was unbelievable. We don't know. It's tweets. Yeah, the uh, father I, tweets something, and then the team says not. But stocks up fourteen percent. Let's talk about Home Depot. This is a good example of it. Home Depot came yes. out and said. Everything we said last time, which we know you didn't like, we're repeating again. And now you like it. Full market. I mean, nothing you can do. I don't like, David, I don't like that this is happening, but I like people making money. Right. See, that's good. It, it matters. David, do you know what? Do you live ambitiously at all? Do I, do I live ambitiously? He has to. He's being paid to live ambitiously. Yeah, you better start living it. I am. I'm, you know, you live complacently. I, I do? Yeah, you live complacently. Really? Well, because people are making so much money. That'd be a great ad campaign with Faber. Live complacently. I live. I mean, I, I live money complacently. The oils. Worked You're out making... well for me. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I'm going to give. I'm David, going back to bed. I'm going to give David a softball. Okay, not unlike the one that. Bounced. Oh, here we go. Um, Activision Blizzard win-win. Activision Blizzard win-win. Buy yeah. it here. Either it gets taken out at. Probably, well, now a price above 95 right. or you get a special dividend. Or your point is if the deal were to not happen, you get a huge reverse break fee and, and you think they're well positioned. Uh, who have I not mentioned so far on the show? Uh, Jensen Wong. Yes. And if you go over mid- Faber Report now, though, we're in Faber Report territory. But midway <laughs> through his incredible keynote, he talks about the new characters and what they'll look like. A refresh cycle that, that David Activision Blizzard will be Smack Diablo actually has done very well in the early uh, Diablo Four, I believe it is, is doing very well in the early going here. Let me let me explain what's going on to the extent we can. With, oh, we'll do it again. Well, we'll do it again. It's a double Faber report uh, with Microsoft and Activision. Yesterday, of course, we had this news. It has been followed by the uh, complaint from the FTC saying we are getting a temporary restraining order to prevent you, Microsoft, from the possibility you would try to close this deal before you received approval from us or before we you went to court to battle us. Uh, and by the way, before, not that this matters to the FTC, or at least you wouldn't think, before you uh, got a ruling from the appeals tribunal in the uh, in the UK. Why do we think this? I don't know why they think this, but somehow they believe that they were hearing that these guys might, in fact, they were even told by them, represented that you might try to close it by June 15th. And so we're not going to let you do that. We put out a um, we have uh, gone to a federal judge to get a temporary restraining order, and then we obviously want as well to go to trial to get a preliminary injunction against you being able to close this deal. So this will end up in federal court, not until September, most likely, it appears. Uh, but it does give us some better sense of the timeline here. Uh, and you do wonder whether it was just a big fake out from Microsoft trying to sort of 
bait the FTC into doing this because it is kind of helpful in a way, sort of clarifying the timeline. You know you're going to federal court, although you still have to go in front of the administrative law judge beginning in early August. You have to see how that goes with the FTC. And then, guys, I'll come back to the more important um, appeals process, which is underway in the UK, and that will also take place. Um, most likely, we're talking July 24th to August 4th. Um, they'll have the, uh, the hearing there in front of the uh, appeals tribunal in the UK. There are many who believe they're not going to succeed there and that ultimately this deal will still not make it to the finish line because Microsoft will be unable to win on appeal in front of the uh, tribunal to appeal that judgment from the CMA in the UK, despite what has been significant political pressure, at least, that seems to be brought to bear to a certain extent on the CMA. You've had the prime minister talking about wanting to be pro-business and others and the fact that or the view that the CMA is not being particularly pro-business. What does all this mean for ATVI shareholders right now? Well, they're focused on the fact that you are going to have to extend this merger agreement. It expires on July the 18th, um, and that's the outside walk date. And by the way, as I've reported, from what I am hearing, based on people's conversations with Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision, he seems to be making it clear, though not directly to me, that he's very happy with the idea of Microsoft owning this company. He's not going to somehow walk away from the deal but he will look to extend it with the hopes that he will eventually be successful in seeing it brought to fruition in terms of a sale. Um, and so that will mean Microsoft right now is probably beginning or in the midst of a negotiation to extend the merger agreement, which means how? Paying more money? Paying some sort of a special dividend, perhaps, of significance to, uh, to Activision shareholders? You wouldn't need to, therefore, uh, redo, uh, refile the merger agreement, so that would be helpful increase the reverse termination fee. There are any number of different things that have to be thought about right now when it comes to what they are going to be willing to do to extend that merger agreement. But Jim, to your point, there is a view that Activision is worth a lot more now than it was when oh, they first announced geez. this deal back on January 18th of 2022. Well, and therefore, Microsoft's going to have to pay more for the opportunity to extend the merger agreement probably until March one would think of next year when you could imagine all the litigation being fully resolved. Tremendous scarcity value. Uh, if you go back to what Strauss Selnick said on his last call on Take Two, he gave you two-year guidance. That has to do with a lot with what NVIDIA is doing. Yeah. That with, 2025 with, number, yeah. And, or really even incredible. if you put an EA multiple on it, many say you get a price that's, you know, you, you they would argue you need 10 bucks more if you're an Activision yeah, shareholder. Yeah, I do. I mean, that's, I just, that's obviously those shareholders arguing that, but... It may be a legitimate situation. Sensational. Really is. And meanwhile, Microsoft, of course, I mean, its own shareholders care a lot more about ChatGPT and what that's going to mean for the company than they ever care about whether they succeed or not in right. buying Activision. At this point, it almost seems as large as the deal is. It's kind of a rounding error given the amount of the accreted market cap to Microsoft as a result of what it's doing with uh, generative AI. And yet, you know, it's interesting. Larry Ellison said some very damning things about competitors. Of which, by the way, Microsoft is second after Amazon Web Services. But you could argue that what Larry's saying is, look out, Microsoft. And yet people don't care. Again, I mean, that's, I think that's difficult. You should be caring. Larry Ellison is gunning for your clients. And Larry Ellison's one of the most competitive people on earth. It should matter. In the old, in a less bull market, Microsoft would have been down today off of what Larry said. Mr. Ellison. We really are. Uh, is, is any of the CPI related, this rally today, Jim? Well, we got it out of the way. 
you know, you go it wasn't look, a great low. number. It was okay. Still going the right direction. Uh, all sectors are green except for utilities, Jim. Led by energy, uh, a day after Goldman cut their Brent forecast, uh, they go down to, um, I think, 86 for year-end. Yeah, I, I, I would fade that move. I mean, we're exporting a great deal, but the Russians have gone crazy. The Russians are just pumping like mad to finance the uh, sure. counteroffensive. And well, to finance the defense against the counteroffensive. Right, and, yeah. I think, and I do think that those prices will come back down. I think they reflect the endless nonsense out of the PRC about the stimulus. Nonsense I mean, in what sense? Because there's not much they can do. They've got a stagnant population. They've overbuilt. What are they going to do? Give each person, you know, $25 off of an iPhone? I mean, what, what, what's left? Give them free Starbucks? What do they have left? What bullets do the Chinese have left in their moribund economy? God, I would not underestimate the ability of the Chinese to figure something out. With just, what, like confiscate from some and give it to others? I mean, then what do they have? Well, they cut some reverse repo and the overnight uh, so far. There's talk about uh, some bigger package they could unveil in the next they couple could, of weeks. But I think that, speaking of the long knives, I mean, there isn't anyone I know that is thinking about expanding in China. That's I true. just don't know any that's, companies. I mean, and, yesterday and, I had MP Materials. And how about on, this piece true. today that, that says all kinds of industries are starting to create products that are ex-China? Uh, whether that's services, whether that's components, have, goods. The, the reshoring move in this country is real. Uh, there are there's a trillion dollars that is meant basically to take business out of Taiwan, out of yep. China, put it in Arizona and Cleveland. And move as quickly as you can. Because yes. we cannot have our advanced manufacturing of chips beholden to Taiwan. It's simple as that. That just can't be the case. Some of the greatest people It's going to take years, though, Jim. That. Years. Yeah, but it's... It, you I'm can't build these things overnight. True, but it took years to, you know, remember, we had the 18th largest armed forces in the world in 1938. I know. It and also took years for this to happen. 20 years ago, we were 25. We were the dominant provider of chips, chip design and the actual manufacturing. Do you know that Japan's back to where it was in 1990? Say again? Japan's back to where it was in 1990. They're Nikkei. Nikkei. Yeah. I'm just saying that we're seeing a lot of change, changes in world economies that are not good for China. And we, a year ago, we'd be sitting here and just talking about how the Chinese just have us nine ways to Sunday. We're not hearing that anymore. I mean, you talk with Musk. Musk is still basking in the flow. Well, Musk, like Nike, like Starbucks, like Apple, I mean, they're deep, man. They're deep in. They can't, you can't get out. Give me one more company that's deep in because there aren't any. That same list. That same list, including the pathetic parody of a sham. I own, I own <laughs> of an enigma. My charitable trust owns Estee Lauder, and I'm very upset about it. But they, they're levered. Well, we got the Elta upgrade today. That was very good, and that's yeah. a lot of that is Target. People hate Target. Loan lives out for Target. Uh, Loop goes to buy 520. Walmart, Walmart 52 week high. I thought the Elta call was the stock straight down after that last quarter, and yet. Uh, you know, if you look at Elf, Elf is a good proxy for Ulta, and Elf is doing quite well. It wasn't a good quarter. Ulta missed. It's funny because the other company that didn't have a good quarter, I mean, really awful quarter that my travel just was Foot Locker. And when Mary Dillon took over Ulta, she created, the, she created it after the first quarter, and then it was no looking back. She created Foot Locker, but no one, no one believes. No one believes. You think, you think uh, it's a habit? I believe in Mary Dillon. 
I think she's an amazing executive, and I am not going to give up on her so easily. Okay, it's great, you create, you, but you have to crater first, so that's not good. Yeah. You know, m- most people would prefer to do without the crater. Well, yeah, I would have preferred to do without the crater. It's funny, though. Jokic was actually asked last night in the postgame how, how, how they did it. And he said, first you have to be bad, and then you get good. And that is something. And then you fail when you're good, and then you really figure it out. I like that. Yeah. I, I did, too. And at the end, he seems so, he's like, all right, we came, we did what we had to do. And remember the interview? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Usually yeah. it's like, oh, I want to. He's like, yeah, we came, we did what we had to do. Well, it's work for him. It's like, come on, man, cheer up. He's happy. No, he's got uh, yeah. Play like Doesn't Jimmy care Hogan. about stats. Um, Tesla, Jim, we right. should mention, go, going for 13 straight. straight. Yeah. Um, there was some uh, interesting headlines today about new battery plants in Indiana on the GM front. Uh, we've already talked about, of course, the charging network completely consolidating. Right. And we need the rare earth. We need the metals, which MP Materials is making for Didn't GM. Jonas put out a couple of oh, notes yeah, he on had Tesla like a legendary, again. you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, Tesla, by the way, is above $800 billion market value again. It's been a long time, I think, since it's seen them. There's uh, one of the uh, Jonas notes um, in terms of using yeah. the financial, you know, using, providing financing, essentially. Yeah, there you go. De- Devin's up because of that Goldman call. It was like the most, it, it was really the least rigorous call I've seen in a long time. Right. So if you're buying Devin, good, you better know of a takeover, which I do not. Yeah. David, DiMaggio, 56 Game Street, right? Yes. And never be repeated. Followed until, by Rose at 44, right. I believe. And, until, never repeated until Tesla. 56 straight? He's <laughs> going for 56 straight. Maybe we'll start with 13. Yeah. No, he's going for, he's going for DiMaggio. Hey, it anybody started, can do it, it would be Musk. It all started with his interview. I was at a dinner last night where there were 30 people. Every one of them watched David's interview, chapter and verse. It's very it's gratifying. That the network is done. It's very gratifying that that has been well well viewed and well thought. Of. You deserve it. That was like, thank you. You know, also we're allowed to be self serving in favor of each other. Oh, we're all for that. I mean, yeah, without I, a doubt, we're a team. You were ambitious on that one, man. I I, did, I was not complacent. <laughs> Let me complacent. But afterwards, then I was complacent. Back to again. complacent. Yeah. It's like, all right, that's good. I, I was going to send you. I can sit back now for a long time. I've got a, a pallet of Celsius coming your way, partner. <laughs> As we go to break, uh, watch bonds today. Two-year got down to about 4.5. Uh, 10-year got down to 3.68 in the wake of uh, CPI, obviously. I stayed out of this market because of the 10-year. They told me I would be safe in the 10-year. Uh, there it is, uh, yields. You can see, although 30-year, uh, back to 3.9. Dow's up 200, and we hit an in- intraday high this morning so far of 43.73. We're back in a minute. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. When you distinguish between companies that are doing well and their stocks can go up and companies where there's negative research, First Horizon, which I happen to like very much, I, I, it's a very good bank, but it was supposed to be bought by TD. Uh, Brian Jordan, there's a note today saying, listen, big headwinds. Regional banks are not doing well, so I don't know why that stock is up. Makes no sense to me. So be careful. You, sh- you should be buying stocks where the research is positive, not where the research is negative. I don't think the research for Home Depot is all that good, and I like Home Depot very much. So. Right. Let's not get too excited about things. That he, would, are, he wouldn't quant- in the interview with Becky. He wouldn't quantify shrinkage, the shrink. Whereas right. obviously Target has done that. Right, and that hurt Target very and much. Becky pushed him a little. I mean, said so, you know, is it material? It wouldn't even right. really. Look, I mean, I like Oracle. Oracle's up big yesterday. Why should it be up big again today? I mean, there, you know, there are some things that are inconsistent that are happening, and I like Oracle very much. Uh, what are you going to get tonight, David? Hold yours. You just put go like this, David. Your muffs. Your muffs. Kava. <laughs> I'm going to explain to you why you must be in Kava, why you must put limit orders in, why if our viewers can get any Kava from their brokers, they should do it. These are the old days. 
These are the good old days. She was something. Never did public stuff. You know. um, these are the good old days. What, yeah. Carly Simon? Yeah. Oh. I had a crush on him. It's fabulous. Anyway, let's, like, you know, like Walgreens today, there's negative research. Don't go buy Walgreens. I mean, buy things that are good. By the way, used cars, I, my used car information is so much better than the thing. And CarMax, people don't like CarMax, they're wrong. Order Nation. Huge influence uh, on, on, on the monthly print. Yeah, uh, along with, I mean, apparel was three-tenths, but shelter was six-tenths, Jim. And you, as you just tweeted, that's got to come down. TJX is having such sales on apparel. Target's having sales on apparel. I don't know where, the, I mean, they do good work on these numbers, but... Everyone I see has got sales on the power except for Lululemon. I mean, maybe they just, it's not based on Lulu. Well, we, we know where inventories are, so you can sort of exactly. game out. That's why I don't think these are bad numbers. We're going in the right direction. But don't buy companies whose numbers are being cut right now. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Jim, we'll see you tonight, uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. S&P 4370-ish at the open. That's going to take your year-to-date gain uh, to about 14% on the S&P. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.